Hello, Twins fans, and welcome to episode 7 of Minnesota Twins Chat. I am your host, Troy Larson, and typically I'm joined by my co-host. He's my dad. His name is Craig Larson. How's it going to you? How's it going for you? Real season? good, Troy. How about you? Uh, I'm doing I'm doing uh good. But what the uh, the Minnesota Twins, I don't know how we're doing it. They're still in first place. Thirty one and twenty nine, I believe the record is. And when we last were recording, they had just lost two out of three to the Los Angeles Dodgers and since then they lost two out of three to the Los Angeles Angels, and then the uh, next week they lost two out of three to the San Francisco Giants before, uh, yeah, and uh, then they lost two out of three to the, the Toronto Blue Jays. And then last week, won two out of three against the Houston Astros and split four games against the Cleveland Guardians uh, at two games apiece. What, I guess, Dad, but the thing starts, what are your general observations of the uh, recent play of the Minnesota Twins? Well, there's a couple of things. First of all, you know, the, there are times they get fairly decent pitching, but they seem to have that problem of putting a bunch of hits together most often. Sometimes they've done okay, but you see too many of those games are getting like two hits, three hits, four hits, and plus the fact they strike out about 15 times which probably means you're probably not going to be scoring a whole lot of runs. I mean, I, the other Sunday, yesterday, and yeah, actually, they struck out 16 times. You know, you, you only have 27 outs during a game, and you strike out 16 of them. It's only 11 outs in the game that are not uh, from strikeouts. I just don't think you're going to score enough runs doing that. And they are not a big home run hitting team either, like Rocco seemed to think sometimes. I don't think they are. But is, they are not. Yeah, I don't... I mean... This is this is not between the 2019. This is between the 2020 of 2023. They don't they don't hit as many many home runs, and frankly, I don't I don't think they. I I don't know. They're, they're just something about this uh, current uh, group of twins that makes me wonder what what is going on here. Well, I think they're gonna have to knock. Out, they're gonna have to cut back on this. Cut back way down in the strikeouts because you got to score more runs than what they've been doing. And you, you know, sometimes even got really good pitching performances like they did yesterday from Joe Ryan. But you know, this when they score one run, that was on a home run by Willie Castro later in the game. So you know, you can have all the good pitching in the world if you don't score any runs, you're still not going to win on a regular basis. No, you're not. And they. Now, obviously, their team batting average is one of the worst in baseball, and we already have talked about the thing with her, the ability to get a hit with the runners that, you know, with the bases loaded, um, and that is including getting an extra base hit, but I, st I still don't think they have an extra base hit this year with the bases loaded, and that's not going to, it's not going to work out well for you. No, it's not, and uh, I don't, I don't know, <clears throat> I don't know where we are right now as far as how we're doing we have to bases loaded. Uh, we haven't figured out how to find that out, but uh, no, I don't either. I think the uh, I think I looked earlier today, and I think they're 
they're averaging no more than 10 strikeouts a game. 10 strikeouts a game is not going to is, no. is win for you. No, it's too many, and that's just the average. And we know whereas you had yesterday, you had game this 16. I think the one game they had 17 this year. And the, I know the one game, didn't they, I don't know who they played against. It's not too long ago. They're, they had eight or nine walks. They had like five hits, and they still hardly scored a run. So I don't know who that was against. Is that against Houston? We're, we're base. They had like eight or nine walks in the game. I think, if I'm not I think of it, I think it was that Wednesday uh, evening game against the against Houston. Yeah, and they lost it, I think, too, didn't they? No, no, they actually won that one. They mm-hmm. it was the middle game of that three game series that they lost, All right. but not by much. So, you walk nine times, you better be scoring more than a few runs. That's just like a gift. Yeah. Well, and you, know, and you look at and you can take a look too at the batting averages of the players. I know the one game I looked at the box score. Six of the nine guys they had playing were hitting less than 230, and most were hitting less than 220, like all but one. And the other two guys, it must have been Kirilov, I suppose, is, he hasn't been up very long, and his batting average is like 280 or 290, but that isn't, you know, he's, he hasn't played much. I don't recall the other ones, but it doesn't, when you have players playing six out of, of nine with those kinds of batting average, you're not going to score a lot of runs, and, and they're not a home run hitting team either. No, they're not. You know, as as we we've said before, they're not a home run hitting team. I'm just looking here. Joey Gallo has struck out 62 times, 138 bet bats this year, and Buxton struck out 61 and 182 at bats. That's one out of about three. Their, their strikeouts are just way too high. They are, and I don't know how they're going to correct it, but if they want, they expect it, you know make some noise in the central division, they're going to have to. Because some of these teams are not just going to be lounging around like they have been so far. You still you wonder about the Chicago White Sox, if they're going to turn it on here pretty soon. But they haven't so far. Nope, they have not. And, and Cleveland's another team. Cleveland's a weak-hitting team, too. Um, Detroit, uh, it's probably too soon for Detroit to do much. They're probably very fortunate to be playing in a team with this in a division where the teams are not very good. They are. Yeah, and granted, they've had some better pitching this year, um, but you're still only two games over 500, and it doesn't give you the impression that they have a very strong uh, team, really, when you see that. And the injuries, huh. it's been almost mind-boggling, the guys who are out going out all the time. So I'm like, every day there's a new guy going on the RL. Yep, as in for your Rocco Wisp. And you know what? Now that you brought up injuries, why don't we, but before we go into the injuries, let's talk about Roy Suos. Roy Suos yesterday, uh, well, he has been up now for a week, but yesterday, there was a scary moment in the uh, game. And I don't, I don't know how to best describe it. What did you see on the TV well, and he went up in the air, I know, and he came down and landed on his face, almost what it looked like. And, you know, he could have done some major damage to his back, too, probably, or his spine. I don't think that, other than getting his, doing a face press, it sounds like somehow he's managed to escape a very serious injury. Yeah, he did. And, and, you know, he comes back, he's been back for about five games, and then you, you wonder how long, what's going to happen now when you see that going on. It's pretty obvious the guy has some talent. 
Yeah, it is. But he's got to play. Yes, he's got to play. And all I under in the uh, report is that all he has right now, as a result of the injury, is is a, is a sore shoulder. Yeah. So I it sounded like it's pretty good. I there isn't any report of a of any concussion. So no, which uh, is surprising. Oh yeah, because the way <clears throat> the way they described it on the radio, Dad, yesterday it was kind of like how you described it. Yeah, I don't. I, I just think that Royce got out out of it a lot better than what you would have n- initially thought. And that's exactly right. Yeah. Another thing, just to point out, you know, this talk about the injuries, um, and you and I talked about it too. The the one day. They had four first-round draft picks on their team who were not playing. Uh, Carlos Correa was taken in the first round in whatever year the, his draft was. 2012. 2012. Well, Buxton was – and Correa was the first player picked that year, and Buxton was the second player picked. There's two. And then, of course, we had uh, Alex Kirilov, who was the first-round draft pick for the Twins some years later. You know which year that was in? Uh, eight, two, 2018. 18, maybe? Yep. And then also Rice Lewis. 2017. Was out too. There's four first round back draft picks, and and they're all being held out. Not that they were all on the RL, the Rocco list, but they were being held out because of um, lingering injuries, or in the case of Correa, uh, plantar fasciitis, and Buxton, uh, he got hit in the ribs. And now, uh, I don't know, what's the deal going on with uh, Kirilov? He was sick, wasn't he? He was sick. I don't know. I think I wonder if uh, I wonder if the uh, player you're thinking of is Joey Gallo, Dad. That what? Joey Gallo. I I think he might be first round. Yeah, well, that'd be five of them then. Well, I don't think. Uh, no, Lewis, Lewis must have played the one game you're thinking of. Mm. But you know, it's, it's just interesting the number of injuries we have in this team. You know, after a while, you cannot overcome that. You talk all you want to about your your backup players. Well. You know, and some of them have done fairly well this year, but, you know, Polanco, they just got him back now again, too, who hasn't played much this year. Oh, so. And they're, they're your better players. They got to play. Yeah, they are. So. And, you know, the one other person, you know, this year they had high expectations for is Jose Miranda. He started out okay, but then he kind of went tailspin, and I think he's at St. Paul, and the other day I read, I don't know what he's doing now, but he started out really slow there. I heard he was kind of getting, he was doing better, but who knows right now, and even if he was on the team, if if, uh, Royce Lewis is there, he's probably not going to be playing third base anymore, and as far as the first base position, because sometimes they switch off Kirilov or Donovan Solano, and somebody's Joey Gallo, although Gallo now is out. What's Gallo's problem? I can't even remember. Uh, left hamstring strain. Yep. And you know, you only have so many guys you can call up <laughs> that are majorly capable of playing. I think Larnick's about ready to come back now too, isn't he? Yep, he will be back tomorrow. Okay. But you know, and he obviously there have been times this year he's looked like he's kind of figured it out too. But once again, he's been hurt too much throughout his entire career. Yeah, um, Kyle Farmer's done okay this year. This, he's we've gotten what you kind of what you expect out of him. But so, 
so hope, hope for better things to happen. I would first of all hope that they can some of these injuries they've had just constant. They can have some periods where they have some consistent play from players. So your lineup isn't always always different every day. Although Rocco may manage to do that anyway because of his analytic thinking. Yep, that's how he operates. Rocco does. Yep. So there are some things that are good. I mean, a lot of the starting pitching obviously has been better than what it had been, but especially Joe Ryan and Sonny Gray. You know, we talked earlier tonight about Pablo Lopez. Yep, and uh, we'll get into him yep. here, coming up here very shortly. And uh, Bailey Olbers pitched pretty good, too. Yep. As has Varland lately, too, so. Yep. So anyway, continuing on with the pitching, uh, uh, we had taken a brief pause for something, but Pagan, you just told me, Dad, he's three and all. Yeah, he is three and all. It's kind of I was kind of surprised to see that. And Brock Stewart's two and all. Yeah. Um. And then the, the other one that kind of really stuck <laughs> sticks out is Griffin Jacks, a relief pitcher, is three and six. Yeah. I don't quite understand that at all. The uh, what's his ERA? Griffin Jacks' ERA right now is four point two six. I know he had a rough time there for a while. I think he's been a little better lately again now, but when he's lost six games, it, you know, it tells you that there's been some games where he has not done well at all. And the same thing for Emilio Pagan. Yeah, well, he's 3-0. and Yeah, he's 3-0, and but, he, but his ERA is in the fours. Yep, 4.07. I'm surprised he hasn't lost a game, but maybe those games that he's been in, somehow he's been ma- managed to escape being the losing pitcher. So... I don't know. And the, the leader, the win leader is, is Joe Ryan. He's seven and three. So, yep. We just mentioned Joe Ryan's yep. name before, but but I want to circle. I want to circle back to Pablo Lopez. Oh, oh uh, how about Jorge Lopez? Just one, just one second here. Uh, I know I'm having you circle all over the place. I'm trying to find. There he is. He's one and two with a four point. Four point five ERA, four and a half a game ERA, and he's you know for a while to begin the season he looked really really good, but lately not so much. He has where in the world is he on here? One thing that has hurt him a lot he's given up six home runs, which no five home runs. I'm sorry. No, wait a minute, home runs. What is oh? Oh, that's what it is. Okay, six home runs. He's hit five guys. That you cannot do. No, you, you cannot. And he's walked ten. But it's you know as far as the hits per, he's about a hit per inning too. But, you know, but to begin the season, he's looked like he was really sharp. But don't know what's happened with him lately. Hopefully, he can straighten it around because they need him. The one guy who has been a pleasant surprise is Brock Stewart. Yep, and he, we just mentioned his record yep. is two and all. And he's one his ERA is one point oh six. He has pitched in seventeen games too, so it's not like he's just pitched in a couple handful of games. It's more than that. Yeah, well well Brock Stewart he he had last pitched in the majors in two thousand nineteen, I believe, yeah. for the, the Toronto Blue Jays. Okay. So one one thing he uh but seven, he's pitched seventeen innings, he's walked eleven guys. So 
which is probably too many, but he struck out 20. Yeah, well, it's a, it's a little more than a strikeout per inning. Yep. There you go. So, anyway, I I want to talk about Pablo Lopez. And he's currently dead. He, well, he's made 12 starts. And in those 12 starts, he has a record of 3-3. Three and three, And his ERA is it's in the 4. So, like, I think it's like 4.54 or something like that. Yep. And... You'd you'd also looked earlier tonight. Luis Arise is batting about three ninety nine right now. Yeah, he had three hits again today. He had five here a couple of days ago. You know, I've been met while just down down the rabbit hole trying to figure out who the Twins traded last year for some of these other other pitchers like Jorge Lopez and Tyler Malley. and. Tyler Malley, I knew that he had given up a couple of good minor league hitters. Spencer Steer, who is now in the major leagues with the Cincinnati Reds. And also Christian Encarnacion Strand, yep. who is doing very well for the Cincinnati Reds AAA team at Louisville. Yep. And I don't I don't remember the exact stats, but just... I think he's hitting over 300, wasn't he? I think he might he might be in three forty two or something. Like yeah, that. yeah, three forty two, and yeah. I think he, and if he get like well over thirty RBIs, yep. And I think Spencer Steer is doing pretty well for Cincinnati. He is. He's in about two ninety. We're close to it. Yeah, but I've been the the Twins also gave up a mad trade for Tyler Maui, uh, with Stephen Hajar. Yep. Who was like for eighteenth best prospect in the organization last year. He's a, he's a lefty too, I think, isn't he? Yep. He's at Maggie's about six four and left hander. Yeah, but I, I don't know. You know, if, obviously if Malley doesn't pitch anymore for the Twins, which easily could happen because his contract I think is up after this year too, isn't it? Yep, Tyler Malley's contract is up after this year. You know, it looks like when he has pitched that he's one and two this year, and even last year when he pitched, which you know. He looks like he has some uh, possibility of being a good starter, but you know you got to be healthy, and that's been a big problem with him, and especially when you look at what they gave up for him too. Because you said some of their tunes gave some of their top level prospects, who have when since they've been shifted over to Cincinnati or to their AAA team, in the case of that Encarcio and Strand, they've done quite well. Yeah, and that is the thing that. Has me worried about, but the you know that maybe the twins front office people are not making the smartest of uh, buddy decisions. Nope, and the same thing is true. Like you said about uh, Jorge Lopez, unless he can turn it around, he was a good pitcher on Baltimore last year. But um, who's the guy we gave up for him? One of them, Cano. Yeah, Cano is his last name, and he and you you're looking up tonight, Dad. He has an ERA was it less than one? It might have been it's on Baltimore. He's pitched. I don't know if, he, if he's pitching long relief or. He's the closer, or whatever. He's pitched pretty well. I, I think he's the long, long relief. I, they, think he, I think he only has like one save or something. But no, that's right. Well, did they give up? They got another gave up another guy for him too, didn't they? Well, it was three ever pitchers, oh. I think. But we didn't we didn't track down their stats. No. Um, it was it was the Tyler Maui trade well, I was the most interested in because yep. you know Tyler Maui he's not he's now out with with Tommy John yep. and. Here we gave up three good prospects for him, and two of them 
this year at least yeah are doing well we don't i don't i just wonder if that steven hajar is a lower level prospect could be yep. yeah because you, you said you had pitched him a golf course week last yes that's right so anyway this hajar he had pitched him a lower uh me uh golf course lead last year so i don't, I don't think he's pitched he was ready to pitch him uh reds oh, i think that's correct the full season teams so yep um did in pablo lopez and the and the arise trade did we give up anybody else besides arise or did we get anybody else um no we did not we, well we got a couple of my prospects but we didn't we did not give up anybody else okay for arise but still right. you know and Going back to the strikeouts, dead. You said that Arise only had eleven strikeouts this year. Yep, about two hundred at bats. You know, I don't, I don't know if there's any twins who even have eleven strikeouts and hundred at bats. <laughs> who don't don't have any less than a hundred? You should say, <laughs> right? We'll see. I mean, what if they have strikeouts listed on their on their stats on this particular thing? Um, um, no. Let's see. Well, uh, Gallo sixty two, Bucks and sixty one, Michael A six fifty seven. Uh, see here, Larning fifty three, Carlos Gray fifty one, Castro forty one, thirty three for Farmer. He's striking about a third third of the time. Um, Willie Castro is striking out probably about a little more than a third of the time. Correa's <laughs> over a third of the time. No, about a third. Um, Buxton, one third. Gallo, uh, more than that. He's probably more than forty percent. Well, he's more than that even. So there's there's strikeouts as we talked before. They're just way too high. Way, way, way too high. I think when I talked to a friend of mine tonight, he said that they have they struck out more. And I think I already knew that he struck out more than any team in the American in the major leagues has. And I think right now they might be on pace to break the all time record. That's not something to be proud of. That is not something to be proud of. No. No. Even uh, Julian, since he's been up, he's batted 62 times. He struck out 25 times. Yeah. Well, I think, so that's uh, about 45% of the time. Yeah. Well, I think uh, Julian is back down to my region. Yes. Yes, he is. So. so I mean, they need to cut back on that. You need to make, but you need to put the bat on the ball. You need to make contact and get the, and put the ball in play. One guy who hasn't struck out much is Nick Gordon. He's only 11 out of 91. But when's Gordo going to be back? Not for a while yet, is he? Nope, not for a while. Um, I don't think they have a exact date. Of course, you know, he suffered that fractured shin right. uh, yeah. final game against the Los Angeles Dodgers. Yes, he did. Almost three weeks ago. So, yeah. Anyway, uh, yeah, I just I just wanted to revisit some of those trades that were made last year in the. Yeah. Trade for Pablo Lopez, and I don't know. I just question the decisions of the front office. So, well, the thing with the Lopez trade and Arise, I mean, what Arise is doing, obviously, he's you know hitting, been hitting exceptionally well this year for for Miami, but he's always been a good hitter. You know, there are those who question if you ever would win a batting title again. I don't know how you ever could say something as foolish as that. But he's been a three hundred hitter every year since he's been playing professional baseball. So, yes, he, yes, he has been. So you know, to make a statement like that is rather foolish. And could he hit four hundred? 
Probably not, but would it surprise me? Not totally. It's because he puts the bat on the ball. And he's, he's just like the, you know, and he only strikes out very little. And he's just like a, he's like a magician. He's up there with the bat in his hands. And he just knows how to get on base. Yeah, he does. And Pablo Lopez right now, um, he started out strong. He's been kind of faltering lately, and for that to end up being a trade that people are going to be somewhat satisfied with, he's got a long ways to go. Can he do it? Maybe. The thing of it is, I don't think he's even a 500 pitcher in his major league career either. So, well, um, I don't know. We'll, we'll just we're gonna have to see how the rest of the season plays out. But I'll yeah. tell you one thing: that Tyler Ma- Maui trade, for sure, and and was Jorge Lopez turns around. Yep. Jorge Lopez is a 31 and 34 in his career. You mean the Pablo Lopez? Pablo, I'm sorry, yep. 31-34 ERA of 4.01. And here the Twins paid him $73 million over four years for for a new contract that he signed this year. They just signed him again. They might have jumped the gun on that one. I don't know. We, we're going to have to wait and see how this thing. Yeah. So... Just wondering how how old is the guy? He's born in ninety six. Yeah, he's he's about twenty six, twenty seven. Yeah. So, hopefully, what we saw from earlier, he can turn it around and pitch like that again. Yep. Same with same with Jorge Lopez. Yep. So anyway, I don't. Um, I I think what we should do, is just briefly mention here who the Twins will be playing here at, at least this week. Sure. Um, they'll be they'll be at. Tampa Bay starting tomorrow. Yeah. And Tampa Bay has the best record right now in the major leagues at 49, yep. at four, no, 43 and 19. Yep. They're playing, they played exceptionally well. They got off that real quick start. And on paper, Dad, I don't, I don't think they're that good. I mean, they're decent, but I don't, yeah. I don't think they're that good. I just don't know yep. how we do it. Yeah. Well, then, you know, I don't know the schedule in the second half of the year. Obviously, the American League East is not surprisingly very strong again. Yeah. You know, you start playing teams like the Yankees and Toronto and even Baltimore has has uh become much better and Boston's about five hundred, I think, weren't they? Yeah, I think they're I think they might be five hundred right yeah, now. So I mean Toronto obviously I mean not Toronto Tampa's played really well and so far you have to give them credit for what they've done. You know right now, if I was to say I would say that the AL East, they have they have a good shot. Maybe having uh, three teams in the playoffs. I'd say I'd say a real solid shot. Yep. And maybe maybe even four. Could. Right now they win, but you know it's possible. This is, you know Baltimore's not that far out of it. Nope. And, you know, and then you look at the other teams. Well, the the Central. The, the Twins are in. They'll they'll be lucky to have one. They will have one, obviously. I think that the American League Central is probably your weakest division in baseball right now, and maybe the National League Central as well. I think that's probably true. And the uh, the West in the American League, it's, it's um, Houston, and Texas has played well too. Texas is in first place right now. Yeah, I don't think anybody else over five hundred are they? And of course, you got the Oakland Athletics. The doormat at the rear, they aren't doing very well at all. In fact, they, 
the Oakland Athletics already have 49 wins. Yep. Their, how, winning, their one winning percentage is .194. That's how, terrible. How would you like to be an A's fan this year, Dad? Not much fun. The Angels are one game over 500, 31 and 30. So? So, yeah, Kansas City's not very good either. They only won 18 games. Oakland's won 12. Hmm. Kind of surprising. That is kind of surprising. So, is there any, any update on Oakland as far as their big plans? Maybe a move into to uh, Las Vegas? We haven't heard any more on that, that uh, front. Yeah, I haven't heard too much more. I thought... The last I've heard is that the state legislature was going to vote on a on a proposal, um, as far as raising taxes for it or something like that. But I in, in Nevada, you mean? Yeah, in uh, Nevada. But I haven't heard too. I haven't really followed up on that, so I can't tell you a whole lot that's going on there. Uh, um, I don't know if they have voted for going to. I just and and their future in in Oakland is. The chance of them staying there is about zero, isn't it? I think it is about zero. I think it's safe to say they're more than likely moving to Las Vegas. I don't think it's totally set, but yeah, I don't know. I but you know, I, I've not followed up on it a lot lately. But um, yeah, we, we will see where what the future for Oakland's going to yeah. be. And one other thing that you know is we read some things about it. I haven't heard about it lately. You, you mentioned one of the other shows previously about the uh, Twins TV contract with Bally Sports, and it's, it's kind of a little clearer now what's, what maybe could happen, but it still isn't very clear at all yet what the future of the whole thing is as far as what the Twins TV rights are going to be. Well, I think yesterday I was listening to the Sunday show of FAU do before the Twins games, yeah. and Dave St. Peter was on, and he's – Kind of made it seem like, like he was optimistic that in the short term, the games will be will remain on Bally Sports. But okay. um, I think it's still contingent on uh, Diamond Sports Group deciding to whether or not they want to terminate the contract or not. Because the issue, the issue is Bally Sports has well Diamond Sports anyway, the parent company for for the Bally Sports networks, they have not been paying. Um. The, the teams, they're not, at least, well, the Twins and some other teams, they're the uh, payments that they're due. Mm-hmm. And, and, and what the figure, the figure they said at first was like the $40 million or what, $43 million or something or other that the contract is for, and now you find out it's like they're either 56 or $58 million too, which is a considerably higher amount of money that they owe the Twins. So... Have to wait and see. Hopefully, it gets straightened around. It's always a mess when there's money involved. Well, I I think there's already some backup plans tentatively yeah. in place, but that if Bowie Sports decides to terminate the Twins contract, that the games will be aired elsewhere, and I think MLB will be in charge of of uh, televising the games. All right. So hopefully, it gets straightened around. Yep. But anyway, do you? I think that's. I think that about. Covers it uh, well. No, well, yeah. And by the way, I should mention too: the Twins will be playing the the Toronto Blue Jays this weekend. So I think this is a key week for the Twins. So they play Tampa, then Toronto. Is that right? Yep. And both are they both away then too? Yep, both away. Okay. So they'll, so they'll be playing the Toronto up in up in Canada, and then uh-huh. next week, my they will be here for two games against Milwaukee, and the Detroit Tigers come here for the first time. Okay. For a four-game series. 
let's hope the Twins can get, <clears throat> get healed up and get some of their players back, and hopefully they can play for a while before there's any more RL candidates. Yeah, Rockowist. And uh, right now, Joey Gal's on the is on the Rockowist and probably won't be back until probably next Monday or something like that. So, um, all right, or next Tuesday, whatever. Yep. Okay. So, so anyway. I believe that that should about do it for us tonight, Dad. Okay, sounds good. Yep. Well, you have a you have a nice night, and yep, we'll, you too. And we'll do it next time. You got it. Alrighty, so that should do it for this episode of Minnesota Twins Chat. A uh, couple couple of quick things to remind you of before I sign off. Uh, if you want to email the show. You can email the show at mntwinschat48 at gmail.com. That is mntwinschat48 at gmail.com. And also follow us on Facebook uh, at Minnesota Twins Chat. That's Minnesota, Twin, Minnesota Twins Chat is the uh, Facebook page, and there I'll post uh, updates on when when we'll record and also uh, post uh, periodically audiograms of uh, which are, you know, just videos, um, audio um, of some key segments. Uh, so, so yeah, just uh, follow the page on Facebook and also be sure to subscribe to however you found this podcast and, if this podcast is not your favorite podcatcher, just grab the RSS feed from the Podbean uh, website and paste it in your favorite podcatcher. So, anyway, for my dad, his name is Craig Larson. I am Troy Larson. So on, everybody.